Okay, Bill Carlin for uh, Bill Bunkley today. Bill is uh, the Bunkley is uh, in Lebanon right now with a ministry partner of ours, Heart for Lebanon. We introduced them to you last year. And uh, Tony, his wife, just posted one of the first pictures of Bill in Lebanon. And I got to hand it to you, Bill Bunkley. When that guy goes on a correspondent trip, he looks like a correspondent. And I was looking at the picture, guys, and uh, Mike, he's wearing khaki pants. He's got the uh, kind of the hiking boot thing happening. But better than better than all of it, you know how on TV when they show correspondence in the Middle East and they all have like a an olive drab vest on that it's the kind of thing that they used to use to hold film and notebooks before we had devices in your your phone. But you still have to to hold that to look like, you know, you're serious business. You're in the midst of it. And 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 our friend Bill Bunkley, man, look it up. Go to his go to Tony's. If you go to Tony's Facebook page or you go to Bill's Facebook page, um, he looks like he and Tom Brokaw are doing a, a, a mini series from there live. I'm waiting for Lisa Ling to walk into the shot, and it's just, but it's spectacular. Anyway, uh, have you seen it yet? You you really? I'll have to show it to you because he just looks. Our, he just looks like he belongs. He looks like that guy. I'll believe it. You know, Bill. Bill can pull stuff like that off too. At T, and um, I'll have to uh, check out check out that picture for sure. It's on his Facebook page. Yeah. I can get that. Uh, well, okay. I think Tony just posted, posted it, it, but yeah, she okay. tagged him in it, so it should be on his Facebook page. But anyway, so he's in Beirut and pray for Bill. He is with an with a ministry, Heart for Lebanon, that uh, goes into some very difficult places, the refugee camps in the Bekaa Valley. And they minister to the children of the Muslim families that have had to flee the civil war uh, in Syria. And so it's a strong ministry. It's a ministry that's seen uh, souls won to Christ and lives changed. And Bill is kind of there uh, chronicling that for us. So we're really excited uh, to see what happens. Uh, but anyway, um, we're looking forward to hearing from him in the, in the next week when he gets back. And we've got a lot going on. Uh, a little bit later on, here at about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to be talking with my friend David Spiker, Dr. David Spiker. He is the pastor at South Bay Church in Riverview, and he's going to talk to us about some of the ministry that's going on, some of the relief work in places that we've kind of forgotten about. As we look at Puerto Rico, as we look at Virgin Islands and the very difficult situations there, uh, we have kind of forgotten a little bit about what's happening in our own state, particularly in South Florida and the Florida Keys uh, in specific. So we're going to talk with him about that. In the meantime, though, just before we get everything on the road, uh, some of the headlines that are popping up in the news. Uh, actually, this front page of the uh, the Tampa Bay Times, Trump's order to desubsidize the ACA, Obamacare. Uh, the Congressional Budget Office is actually saying that that could help Florida consumers, could help folks who uh, have either been in the exchanges or not, but haven't been able to afford coverage, this could be something that, in a very strange way, and if you asked me how it worked and asked me to draw it out on paper, I would tell you pretty much the same thing that the guy at the CBO said. I don't know why, but it is. My thing with healthcare doesn't even have to go with the ACA. It doesn't have to go with the Trump administration, the Obama administration, the Bush administration, because this has been going on for years. Here's what I wish the medical industry would do, whether it was hospitals or doctors or pharmaceuticals. Tell us the real price. 
I had major back surgery this summer. They went in. They fused uh, my L4 and my L5. By the way, the folks at Florida Orthopedic just did a tremendous job. The insurance paid for the bulk of it. But I get these bills, and I got one yesterday, or Saturday, rather. And it's for some type of neurological test or monitoring that they did during the surgery. And the initial bill was $13,000 for whatever this was, this gizmo that they hooked up to make sure that everything was as it should be. And then there's a line that says the insurance company negotiated the rate down to $2,000 plus, but that they only paid $3.30 of the bill, leaving me with a net bill somewhere in the arena of $2,000 more or less. Actually, it's more. I wish it was less. Here's what's frustrating to me. It's like if... Mike, do you remember when you did you remember buying your wife's engagement ring? Oh yeah. And do you remember if you went to the jewelry store in the mall mm. and you asked for the price on the ring, do you remember what they said? I do. The price? Yes. Expensive. Okay, no, but honestly, <laughs> what they always do at a lot of the jewelry stores, not all of them, but but a great deal of them, is they you go in and you say, they say, well, I want this ring. And they say, well, the price of the ring is $2,000, we'll just say. And then they see the look in your eye. And they go, but we're going to mark it down 50% so that the price is $1,000. And the first time you go in for something like that, you're stoked. You're just like, man, I got $1,000 off this ring, Bubba. Check it out. Then you realize the second time you go to buy a piece of jewelry from them that pretty much everything is marked 50% off. It's $5,000 for that bracelet, but just for you today, it's $2,500. And that's the way, at least I perceive it as, as the layman, that the medical industry is, whether it's hospitals, whether it's the doctor's offices, whether it's the pharmaceuticals, they they automatically throw an outrageous price tag on it. And then the insurance company says, well, no, it's only this because we negotiated a deal for you, but it's still outrageous. And you, at the end of the day, don't even really know what any of it costs. I mean, my pediatrician is like this, where we go in and uh, the difference between a level two visit and a level three visit is 50 bucks. And I'm like, well, what's the difference? Um, you mark this as a level three. The doctor came in for five minutes, looked at my daughter and said, okay, I'm going to give you some uh, some antibiotic. That was a level three. The last time we came in, the same thing happened, and you marked it as a level two visit, which is a difference of $50. What's the difference? I sat with the office manager at our pediatricians for 15 minutes trying to get an honest answer on what the difference between a level two and a level three is, and the only difference is... 50 bucks. We're going to take a break here in just a minute. But before we do, so excited to hear what God is doing around our community, uh, not just across the ocean with guys like Bill Bunkley and Heart for Lebanon. Uh, I'll be traveling later this year with uh, Save the Children uh, in Tennessee and Appalachia. But right here in our own community, how churches are reaching out and partnering with other churches 
to provide for people's felt needs following Irma in the Keys. We're going to talk with my friend David Spiker. He is the uh, pastor at South Bay Church in Riverview. He's been partnering with Keys Vineyard Church in Big Pine Key to help out. We're going to get an idea of what's going on there, how bad it really has become. If you've ever touristed in the Keys and you've used to that beautiful turquoise water, things have changed dramatically as they begin to get it back on their feet. We're going to see how we can get involved with that. And before we go to break, I also wanted to let you know uh, that there is a great opportunity for you to be a witness. The CBMC Tampa Game Plan for Life Breakfast, in partnership with All Pro Pastors, featuring Coach Joe Gibbs, is coming up soon. As a matter of fact, it's this Wednesday, 6.30 to uh, 8.30 a.m. at the Florida State Fairgrounds. You can be a part of this event. And this is the kind of thing, maybe not where you get all the guys in your Bible study to go, but maybe you grab that guy in your Bible study who's new to the Bible study, who doesn't know the Lord, and you say, hey, I want to take you to breakfast. Or maybe you bring a whole table of friends from your neighborhood. Joe Gibbs, former Hall of Fame coach, will be our uh, our guest speaker for this, giving his testimony of how he came to Christ. And I have to say, I was able to uh, sit and hear that uh, talk, goodness, I guess it's been four or five years ago now, uh, over at the uh, convention center. It's just amazing. And I mean to tell you, this is the kind of thing, if your neighbor or your friend is kind of like, dude, I'm tired of hearing it from you. But I really dig sports, and I really dig NASCAR because, you know, Coach Gibbs is also now the owner of Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, This is the kind of thing you can bring them to and say, hey, listen, bud, it's not just me, Uh, and uh, be a part of that. TampaBay.CBMC.com is the website you can go to to sign up, TampaBay.CBMC.com. If you get messed up, just check out our station events calendar at Let'sTalkFaith.com, and we'll get you hooked up, and we'd love to see you there come Wednesday. I'm Bill Carl, in for Bill Bunkley. Thanks for listening to the Bill Bunkley Program here on Faith Talk, 57910 and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. 
weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You have to keep in mind how utterly repulsive and evil your fleshly desires really are. You have to hate those ungodly desires and see them for the wicked nature that's theirs. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Is a blue shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. Thank you for that, Mike. You're listening to Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. I'm Bill Carl in for Bill Bunkley today. You know who I'm glad I'm not today? I'm kind of glad I'm not dirt cutter. After all the problems we had in the Bucks with field goal kicking, and I don't mean to go into sports talk on our Christian Teach Talk, but it just dropped in me. So he doesn't kick one field goal on Sunday. Goes for two uh, two conversions, and we lose by five points, which would have been the exact sum of the extra points we would have g- gained if we'd gone for a field goal at the end of the second half and kicked two extra points to tie the Arizona Cardinals. Just saying. Sorry, man. We all have choices to make. <laughs> hey, listen, on a more important note, before we jump in with uh, Dr. David Spiker, I want to let you know about a terrific free resource. I don't know if you're a big listener to uh, Philip DeCourcy uh, from Know the Truth, weekday mornings at 930. If you're not, you need to check this pastor out in this ministry. Just an amazing man of God. But he's got a series of messages called The Matters of Life and Death, and he's put them on a USB drive. And these sermons really cover all those hard issues that Come up maybe during the holidays with people in your life who aren't from the same political background for you or the same faith background from you. It's kind of the after uh, dinner discussion where after a while you're like, okay, I think it's every time. Let's all have pie now. You know, let's uh, let's break this up and have pie. Uh, But it's things like abortion, suicide, euthanasia, capital punishment, all those issues and and how we address those. Pastor DeCourcy's pop those on a USB drive and we can get those for you for free. That's right. It's a gift. From our friends at Know the Truth, all you have to do is go to letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword life. That's the keyword life uh, at letstalkfaith.com, and we'll get that popped into your hands today, and that'll be a great ministry to you, a great resource. And it's one of those things, too, if you have a neighbor who has questions or a friend, and it's just too much for you to dive into right at that moment. You go, here, USB drive, plug that in, let me know what you think. Great resource from our friends at Know the Truth. So... If I had to line up the top five days of my life, and, and I'm now, I'm listen, I'm, 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 I've already, let's just say I've already stated the obligatories, the truthful, the, my marriage, the birth of my children, uh, the day that I came to know the Lord, all of those, let's say those have been taken into account. The next best five days of my life, I would say probably two to three of them, two for sure, one most definitely would have been spent with our next guest, Dr. David Spiker, the uh, pastor at South Bay Church in Riverview. Uh, David and I, back before I had children and we had a little more disposable income, every year for three three or four years, David, we would go down to Marathon in the Florida Keys and we would fish out of, uh, of, with a charter, two conks, Captain Jack Carlson, 
And uh, I got to tell you, there was a day when we were out in the bay in about 20 feet of water, and it was hot, and there was not a cloud in the sky, and the fishing was great, and the water was just as clear as the water out of this uh, this uh, bottled water here. And it was, I mean, I, I still think about that day. I mean, tears running down my cheeks. It was such a wonderful day in the Lord. Uh, that same area, Hurricane Irma came through there. And it is destroyed. It is just devastated. And with Las Vegas, of course, with the help that is very much needed in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, this is an area that we've kind of taken our eye off the ball a little bit. And David, I know you guys are just doing some tremendous work there in conjunction with the local church. So first of all, let me say thank you for joining us here on the Bill Bunkley Show and uh, and and I'm just excited about the conversation we're about to have. Well, Bill, I, you took me back too. Those were some really good days, weren't they? Oh. You and I fishing with some good friends of mm-hmm. ours. Yeah, it was good times. You know, um, I, I let me say thank you to you for uh, allowing me to just speak for a moment about what's going on down there. I I'm so proud of the body of Christ. Uh, We ended up there about seven days after Irma. I mean, for about five days, nobody could even go in. All of the public officials were down making sure that everything was safe. And so we went in about a week after uh, to, to visit this friend of mine, Pastor Steve down in Big Pine. And uh, we, we were, we, we, I mean, our jaws were literally, literally hanging down. We, we just could not believe what we were seeing. I mean, you know, you know the trip. You go mm-hmm. from Key Largo down to Isla Morada, then to Marathon, then Big Pine Key, all the way down to Key West. And, you know, our, our stomachs started getting tight when we hit Key Largo because we were thinking it wouldn't be that bad, but it was bad. I mean, there were sand dunes on the side of the road. Uh, that that the the waves and the surge just rolled right up onto the road. They had to take a bulldozer, and then you get into Isla Morada, and you're seeing refrigerators everywhere, freezers. You're seeing huts and and little little uh, sheds all over the place, roofs torn off. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, my stomach is getting more tight. And then you get into Marathon, and and I was just speechless. Uh, you know, that's a place where where we spent a lot of time together, mm-hmm. and it was devastated. And then uh, you, I, I, we drove into Big Pine, which was where where the, the storm hit. Um, in its in its uh, just in its total power, it, it just knocked the lid right off of of that city. And we got in there, and it was absolutely devastated. Bill, I, I saw um, just right by the church, right by their their campus. There, we saw boats sitting in the top of people's trees. We saw. We saw uh, seaweed from the, the surge, from the tidal surge, uh, 10 feet uh, hanging off of the trees in the middle of communities. So you just know that that powerful surges came through there. Uh, people's, I mean, washers and dryers and, and, and their barbecue grills, their, all the appliances are, are just gone. You know, windows are out. Roofs are torn off. It it really, you know, when you think about the word devastation, you look it up in the dictionary, uh, there ought to be a picture of what Big Pine Key looked like. It was rough. Well, and what is just really blown my mind, and, and I'm so thankful for what uh, you guys are doing and the, how the church is mobilized down there. Uh, right in the middle of that, Keys Vineyard Church in Big Pine, uh, and I'm going to let you tell us a little bit more about their pastor and that, that uh, church body there. 
right in the middle of it, right in the middle of their own need, where church staff are scrambling to find their own resources, their immediate thought is, let's reach out and begin rebuilding and touching people's lives. Talk about what's going on with that. It uh, it was quite a blessing, and and you hit it right on the head. Uh, they, these one of the pastors at the church, they have a staff of about six full time and six part time people, and and all of their homes have been hit hard. One of them, we're waiting to find out if his home is actually going to be condemned. In other words, you can't live here anymore, and so they're living with a neighbor right now. But what they're doing, and, and we, we talk about this when I'm down there with them, they're, they're walking in a new normal. You know, we, you know, as a pastor, you have your weekly services, you've got your prayer ministries, you've got your men's and women's, all of the things that you do to, to uh, carry on church. Now they have this, this extra burden that is all-consuming, and that is they're feeding. They're, they're making meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for the community. People just pour in. Get they, they have air conditioning there. They've got their power back, so people are coming in to get a hot meal. Uh, because some of the homes, they still, uh, even though there's electricity back in the area, the homes themselves are not ready for electricity because the homes are are completely fractured or destroyed. So, so uh, this this wonderful church, church of about 1,200, which by the way, uh, the the next Sunday after Irma, they had zero people, and then the week after that, they had 23. But then the week after that, they had 700 people, mm. and, and I was talking with Pastor Laws, and I said, wow, that's amazing. And, and he said, uh, well, the thing is, these are new people. These are people that we've had the opportunity to reach and touch through, through the efforts of the church in that community, and, and we were rejoicing. Now, again, here's a pastor who could have left, who could have said, I'm done, I'm going to retire, uh, it's over. Uh, he could have dispersed his staff, but but he has just sunk his feet right in deeper than what he already was. He had been there since 1992, uh, and and he's just loving that community day in and day out. It's amazing. I have to tell you, um, there were teams when when I was there. I got there last. I said about six days after Irma, seven. Oh, excuse me, about six days after they were allowed back in. So that would have been about nine days. So what we saw was was teams coming from all over Florida, uh, converging on this beautiful little church, and they were they were saying, "What can we do?" And they they had taken their sanctuary, which probably seats around six or seven hundred people, and they had removed the chairs and they started putting up tables, and they probably had fifteen or twenty tables stacked underneath and on top of the tables of every. It, it looked like a Walmart. And what this church was doing, they people would walk in with a bag, and you just pick up whatever you need, anything. Mm. It could have been a generator, an $800 item. You need a generator, there's a generator. You need extension cords, there's extension cords. You need gas, here's your gas. You need food, here's your food. Baby supplies, pet food, you name it. It was, it was just all over, wonderfully organized so that people could come in and just say, here's what I need. And this went on. This went on for probably three weeks. And and uh, South Bay Church, we we uh, we went down the first time with generators and chainsaws and tarps and all that. That stuff was gone in about twenty minutes. Wow! But we went down to do reconnaissance, you know, just to see what what do they need. So each time we go back, we're taking the things that they need. It's uh, that church. That church down there has made such an imprint for Jesus in that community. It's so wonderful to be a part of. 
We're talking with Dr. David Spiker. He's the lead pastor at South Bay Church in Riverview. David, what's your website, by the way? Southbay.cc. That's right. Southbay.cc. And they've been in partnership with Keys Vineyard Church in Big Pine uh, since Irma hit uh, to make a difference, to bring that community to life, to share Christ in uh, a way that is powerful, meeting felt needs, but also, I'm sure, emotionally uh, reaching into people's lives and touching their lives and saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to find a way to rebuild through this. We're going to find a way to find Christ in the midst of this new normal. And it's been just such a, an amazing thing to watch, David. I've followed you initially on Facebook because we're friends. And then right. our, our friend uh, Captain Jack down there was posting uh, things I guess he and uh, his wife had visited down there and just independent of what you had done they had posted some some uh, some pictures and some some video of that and what i really like about this uh, on a number of levels is is it's a local church reaching out locally to those needs knowing better than anybody else what the needs are and then it's a church you know several hundred miles of way away saying hey what can we do what can we bring that makes a difference how can we uh, be of help. And I'm sure that if you uh, popped on to southbay.cc and got uh, David's information there and you wanted to be a part of that, they would welcome uh, your help. And we're going to talk about what that means in, in our next segment. We're going to talk more about what it means to, to be a part of this, to be a part of uh, reaching out in general. And David, also, if you don't mind commenting a little bit, I know also with your background as a counselor, that you can speak to somewhat of the trauma that people have encountered. And how we can minister to them uh, emotionally. So we're going to jump back here in just a few minutes, talk more with Dr. David Spiker here on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. In the park, I That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-452-1330. That's 800-452-1330. 800-452-1330. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. There are certain people you can always With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. They're apparently good friends and have been since before President Trump got involved in politics, he said. there's no one you can trust more than your doctor. And when it comes to their own frequent heartburn, doctors and pharmacists trust the power of the purple pill. Nexium 24-Hour. And when you choose Nexium 24-Hour, you'll see why. When it comes to heartburn, trust the brand doctors trust. Nexium 24-Hour. May take one to four days. Use as directed. Those new sneakers are a little scuffed. The back-to-school haircuts grown out. And unfortunately, the doubts about your child's school you had in August have proven true. It's not too late to change. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find quality private schools like Bayshore Christian for half off the first year's tuition. Bayshore Christian School, in the heart of South Tampa, is well known for Christ-centered teaching, strong academics, and a family atmosphere. 
One half off tuition is left at ChristianTuitions.com. From Paramount Pictures and Pure Flix comes Same Kind of Different as Me. Ron and Debbie Hall have everything they could ever want, except for a loving marriage. But when Debbie befriends a homeless man, their lives begin to intersect, and they are all changed forever. Amazing. How far a little 10, 11 chair can go? Same Kind of Different as Me, based on the incredible true story and best-selling book. In theaters October 20th, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and showtimes, go to samekindofdifferentasmemovie.com. If you work with soaps, chemicals, dirt, grease, or grime, or even paint, cement, and fertilizers, chances are you have dry skin. Give your body the protection it deserves. Gloves in a Bottle is a unique shielding and dry skin care lotion that keeps the good stuff in and the bad stuff out. Now available at local pharmacies and selected hardware stores or shop at GlovesInABottle.com and use code SALEM to get 15% off on your entire purchase. America's veterans are more than a source of pride. They're a source of strength. When our veterans thrive, our communities thrive. With your support, our veterans can get career and education opportunities as well as benefits they've earned. I'm Congressman Daniel Webster. Join me in thanking our nation's veterans. They have given so much. Find out how you can support veterans in our community. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Weeknights at 6, it's time for Living Truth with Pastor Ken Witten. You've been so affected by the world and the media and the music and the culture. And and when you say, well, I'm going to make my decision based on how I feel, what's best for me, how comfortable it is, so I get along. No, well, what what about the Bible? Living Truth with Pastor Ken Witten, weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Every uncomfortable moment from my teenage years just came roaring back. Thanks for that, Mike. You're listening to Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carlin for Bill Bunkley, who is in Lebanon this week. And pray for him as he is uh, with our friends from Heart for Lebanon, reaching out to Syrian refugees, showing the love of Christ toward them, and seeing some really great changes. So we're uh, looking forward to hearing from Bill when he comes back. Uh, We've been talking, though, right now more about missions that are concentrated right in our own state. As Irma uh, wrought so much destruction, the Florida Keys is still in a horrible, horrible place. My friend Dr. David Spiker of South Bay Church is on with us. Southbay.cc, by the way, is the website if you want to connect with David. Because in addition to uh, aid going down, financial aid and material aid, Teams are going down. David, is it every two weeks you're running a team down there to help out? Yes. Every two weeks we're sending a team down. And it's not just South Bay. A good friend of mine, Pastor Len Harper from South 
Brandon Worship Center. Uh, he's uh, sent some people on the last trip, and, and they were wonderful. Uh, there's so much work to do down there. But, uh, yes, we we would definitely like to talk with folks if they're interested in going. We go every two weeks, and I do it in such a way that we would leave on a Wednesday uh, early in the morning. We're there by about 3 or 4 o'clock, and then we do some work in the evening time. We work all day Thursday, and then we jump in our cars and drive on back, and we're back here by 4 o'clock on Friday. So it's not too intrusive in a, in a busy schedule. Well, that sounds like – just such a great idea to me. Now, you were telling me a little bit on the phone the other day. You, I had to jump off the phone, but you said something. Um, you said, Bill, if you saw what it looks like down here, if you saw the water, you would cry. What do you mean by that? Well, at, at about a month after Irma, um, from from our perspective, things are just beginning to rot. You know, the, the trees, the, the leaves, the the insulation, the wood, the furniture, the you know the the styrofoam, all, all of the normal things that hold hold the houses together and, and the businesses together, it's it's in heaping piles on the side of the road. And listen, our our public works is doing an amazing job of removing that. If you were to drive down there, you would see truck after truck and and backhoes that are picking this all up and trying to get it out. But it's just dead, rotting stuff. So it smells right now, and, and that's not what you would think of in our state, but it does because things are, are rotting. And the water, all of that, you know, when it rains, it washes into the water. And that beautiful Bahamas blue water, wow. it's just not there right now. But you know what? I think, you know, the way God made our world and the tides, all of that in time is going to be eaten by bacteria, and, and it'll be pushed out to sea, and it'll be back to normal before we know it. Well, talk about the need, though, now, because things shift. You know, I think what happens when we have a disaster is that everybody very much focuses on it in the beginning. And we focus on immediate food, water, shelter, those things that are part of the acute issue. It's harder a month down the line, two months down the line, to keep focus and to move on to what's next. So tell us what's next for the Florida Keys. That's a that's a wonderful question. What's next, and I can speak specifically about Big Pine and, and Pastor Steve as he's he's really riding the wave and watching what's happening around him. And I'm studying, by the way, because, Bill, you know how close it came to being our disaster and yes. not their disaster. So part of my goal down there, uh, uh, my goal in going down there was to really understand so that if we ever have that level of calamity, Number one, I'll, I'll have num- somebody to, to ask questions of, but there's a process that they have. His process has been amazing. Uh, early on, it was all about water. It was about medical supplies. It was about food. It was about the basic necessities. Now, uh, the last time I was there, I said, uh, Pastor Steve, what do you want me to bring back? And he says, I don't really want you to bring back food or water or that kind of thing. So I, and I was a little supply- surprised by that. And he said, really, we're, you know, the, the Windexies are up, the Ace Hardwares are up, the Home Depots are up. They're all starting to restock so people people can actually get to, to the grocery stores and to the uh, markets and all that kind of thing. So he said what we're doing now is we're creating work orders, and he has stacks of work orders. It's ingenious. The people from the community come in, and they fill out a piece of paper, and that piece of paper has the jobs that they need done at their house, and it's all based upon their demographic. Is this a single mom? Is this uh, an elderly couple, or is this somebody that has an income? Or, And what's the nature of the work that needs to be done? So all, all of this is, 
is uh, written out on a sheet of paper, and then and then those stacks of work orders are ready for teams when they come in. The issue the issue is uh, they really don't have a lot of money. As I said, you know their congregation, uh, praise God, it's growing back, but their congregation went from twelve hundred and to they're nothing. up to around yeah. yeah yeah to nothing to back to six or seven hundred, and these are new people. And they may not even be believers. You know, they're they're just they just know this place helped me, and 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 you know I'm I, I want to hear what this man has to say, which is what it's all about. So um, right now, what we're looking for, what we're needing, are our cards, gift cards, where when a team comes in, we have teams from all over Florida that come in there, uh, but they are not necessarily bringing two by fours and drywall and nails and, and and tape and mud and all the things you need to rebuild or wire. So we need to be able to send them to a store so that they can get the supplies to help the people in the community. And so, that's actually and that's actually better for the community than loading that stuff up on a truck and bringing it because now you're not only addressing the issue, but you're putting money back into the community. You're 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 revitalizing that economy to some extent. That's right. We're we're paying the salary of the guy at the Ace Hardware or the Home Depot, and that's that's exactly what we're wanting to do. Well, if you'd like to get involved, go to this website, southbay.cc. That's the the website for South Bay Church in Riverview. Dr. David Spiker is the pastor. His wife, Karen, known them for many, many years, and I can personally vouch for their integrity. Uh, And you can get involved there and find out how you can be a part of helping, whether it's maybe taking a, a couple of days to go down and help out or Home Depot cards or, uh, you know, really just just whatever the need is, finding a way to be a part of that, saying, I'm going to pray for you, get in contact with them at southbay.cc and get involved as they continue to bring this back. And, you know, David, there's another thing that I'd like to, to, to have you speak into a little bit. I know that uh, you're a licensed mental health counselor. Uh, you have extraordinary experience uh, in that arena and reaching into people's lives. I can tell you without going into the whole thing that David was at one time somebody who's spoken to my life in that way. But I just want to bring this up because Irma. So when that happened for the Carls and we ended up being mandatorily evacuated and sandbagging the house and all of our precious goods that we felt like we couldn't do without into a big box and duct taped and taken with us and sealing it up and thinking just like you thought this storm is going to destroy everything, spending a couple of days in Orlando with family, coming back, pulling it all down. So during that experience, Missy and I were so on point with our kids, keeping things calm, being well-ordered, taking it there, taking it back, unpacking it. But I got to tell you, about five in the afternoon, the day that we got back and everything was safe and everything was unsealed and everything was packed, brother, we had a blowout, man. We, you know, we had kind of had, we had a fight. And it wasn't even over about anything. It wasn't anything significant. It was weird. And we both looked at each other and said, you know what? Let's both take a nap. Let's just, let's table this. Let's take a nap. When we got rested and came back from that, we looked at each other and we we're like, are you, I was like, are you cool? And she's like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm like, I'm cool. Let's just forget about that. But we both said, you know, to ourselves later, it was the stress that we had built up over those few days that just erupted at that point. Now, I would imagine magnify that times 20 to 30 times, and you've got something close to what's got to be happening in the Keys with uh, families. Yeah, it's so true. That's some great insight, Bill. We, um, 
and that's one of my chief concerns as I uh, the first time that I went down to see Pastor Steve after Irma, I was just watching very carefully. It's just watching him and his staff and and the the, the volunteers there uh, to just watch for uh, real fatigue, real stress, and post traumatic stress, which much of that may not show up till a lot later. But uh, in, in the immediate, um, it was uh, it was a lot of adrenaline. Now they're they're running on adrenaline, and like I said, it's a new normal. I mean, you can imagine they're they're helping people. They're they're looking for people early on. They're, you know, they're trying to find, you know, where, you know, where is this and mm-hmm. how do we do that? It's just a new normal for all of them. So, so uh, they get home after work uh, to a home that is leaking and walls are blown in and they have a spouse and kids looking at them going, what are we going to do? And then you wake up the next morning and you start the same thing over again. So they've been in this for a month. And and that's that's very concerning to me. So as I've been talking with Pastor Steve, I said, Pastor Steve, I want to bring down some folks from our church who are some some professionals, some lay leaders uh, who who we, we just want to care for you. We, we just want to if you can if you can carve out an hour here or an hour there, we'd love to just sit with you. And what what our desire in that bill is, is to listen to their stories tell us what it was like for you tell us because you know the bible tells us you know in romans chapter 12 verse number 15 you rejoice with those who rejoice and you mourn with those who mourn you know Mm. god god's god's got it built right in there it's a wonderful way to deal with trauma and that is you remove somebody's aloneness you step right in and you feel some of their hurt and and so as we've had the opportunity you know we've done that but we've got more to do I'm really excited to tell you about something I'm calling Project Oasis. It sounds all, you know, cloak and daggerish, but it's really not. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's a, it's a uh, these guys have been on site there working for a month now, and they have not had any break. It's day in, day out. And I'm looking into some form of resort or bed and breakfast in Miami to where we can send them, their whole family. We could send them up there for two to three Mm. days so that they can just get out of that situation, turn it over to some other volunteers or something, and as a staff member, just go away for two or three days and be with your family and forget about it and and rest and relax, sleep in without the burden of all of the need. It's overwhelming need that they're faced with every single day. So uh, we're 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 researching that right now. I'm talking to Pastor Steve about who can leave when and how and for how long and all that. But but uh, I'm really happy to to see that coming uh, along and hopefully. In the next week or two, we'll be able to do that. So we're we're also waiting for some funds to come in to, to help cover that. We're with Dr. David Spiker, the pastor at South Bay Church in Riverview. Southbay.cc is the uh, web address. And we've been talking uh, for the last few minutes about some of the devastation from Irma, still prevalent in the Keys. But the great testimony of how churches working together, crossing denominational barriers— are addressing that and sharing Christ in a very powerful way as felt needs are met in that community. And uh, the need is still great. Uh, I was, uh, David, I was still on, I was on Facebook today looking at some of Jack's video out of Marathon of his shop mm-hmm. and the destruction there and boats uh, sunk still in the canal and refrigerators full of rotten food that are just kind of still waiting to be picked up. They've got a long, long way to go. They sure do. Well, I'm glad that uh, you and the folks at South Bay and Pastor Law's Church and Big Pine and a number of other churches you mentioned in the community are big in 
to meeting that need, and we're uh, looking forward to hearing what's next and what God is going to do there. David, if somebody wants to give you a ring uh, to be a part of this, what's that phone number? The phone number is going to be 813-677-0721 and ask for Sheila. Sheila has uh, all of the information. She has the dates. And you can also email her at Sheila at southbay.cc and just say, uh, how can I help? What can I do? When are you going? Uh, Mm -hmm. We're ready. We're ready to begin to mobilize to get that community back up for the sake of Jesus Christ. And that phone number again, 813? 813-677-0721. 813-677-0721? Right. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. David, thanks for joining us, man. And I look forward to the time uh, that you and I can connect and maybe uh, have another great day there uh, when everything gets uh, cleaned up and set to rights, my friend. Bill, always a pleasure. All right. God bless. And thank you for listening today to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl subbing in. If you're wondering what happened to uh, Bill Bunkley, he is on the scene in Lebanon right now and doing a great job. We'll be back with more in a minute here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do... Tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. In another inane choice for the prestigious Nobel Peace Prize, the Norwegian Nobel Committee selected an organization known as ICANN, the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. The idea of abolishing nuclear weapons is absurd, of course. If the world enacted the restrictive treaties proposed by the campaign, then decent law-abiding nations would be disarmed, while rogue states like North Korea and Iran would continue developing the nuclear weapons they might use with impunity. Similar flawed logic underlies the current gun debate. Just as they wish nukes had never been invented, so too many liberals passionately wish that firearms had never been designed or manufactured. But that's a childish fantasy since you can't magically abolish a familiar, well-established technology or prevent destructive forces from accessing it. As with dreams of abolishing nuclear weapons, attempts to regulate guns out of existence will leave the bad guys much stronger while the good guys become vastly more vulnerable. I'm Michael Medved. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. 
I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl, filling in. Love these times we get to hang out together for more than 30 seconds apiece in the morning. Kind of nice to do that. Praying for Bill as he's in Lebanon right now with our friends from Heart for Lebanon on the border there, doing some great work for the kingdom of God. Uh, before we uh, get into our next hour and our next segment, I just, man, I just so, I was just so spurred by uh, David's words about the keys and relief and missions. And it's one of those things that's funny. I recently attended a, a missions board meeting at my own church, South Tampa Fellowship. And it was really kind of my very first time. And I've been into short-term missions and traveling and doing work over the years for a number of years. But it's the first time I was able to sit down with a spreadsheet and look at how a church does missions, how they support that both domestically uh, in the state of Florida, across the country, and, and around the world. And, and the values that that animate those conversations? What are the things that you are looking for when you do missions work, when you reach out in the name of Jesus Christ? Not only that you're doing it, but how you do that most effectively, how you do that in a way that honors the Lord and actually makes a lasting impact on the communities uh, in which you're addressing. And it's uh, it's kind of cool because I was uh, asking our, our missions board head, uh, John Seals, and I and the folks that were meeting, and then our pastor, J.J. Johnson, I was like, well, what what animates us? Why do we choose what we choose? Why do we pick this mission opportunity over that mission's opportunity? And there were three things, at least, and I don't know how it works at your church, but the way it works at our church, and I really liked that, was uh, the first was, does it forward the kingdom of God? I mean, at the end of the day, whatever we're doing in his name should glorify his name, should build up the kingdom of God. What we're doing in a tangible way, we should be able to, in a sense, quantify that uh, and, and, and look at that and say, is this forwarding the kingdom of God? And I really like that. I, I think that as we look at the things that we do and that we choose to do and what sounds good and what really is good, that's such an important thing. I think that's the key thing. Does this do what it's supposed to do? Is it missional? Does it pronounce the gospel? Uh, does it do that in a way that the action matches up with the message? Pretty strong. One of the things that we do, I know at our, at our church, that's you know part of what we do is can we participate in it? Uh, can we be in a part of it in a meaningful way, whether that's fiscally, uh, whether that's with action in terms of a team going out and making a difference? Are we able to speak into that in some way where, you know, maybe uh, we have somebody in our church has the expertise to prepare documents or to give perspective to what that ministry is to that mission? I think that's powerful, too. I think that we need to be looking at the things that we do, not just on a on a on a micro level where we the missions budget comes around and the missions off, missions offering plate and we throw a few bucks in there, but but. Are we able to participate in it? How can we do that? And finally, are we able to partner with other people in this? Is it one thing? Is it a thing that we kind of have to 
we're either all or nothing. We're either a huge part of it or we're just a minuscule part of it. There's a balance in there where what I liked about what David and the folks at South Bay are doing is they're actually partnering with several other churches here in the Tampa Bay community and in the Keys to make that happen. And so as we look at missions, as we look at pronouncing the kingdom of God, pronouncing the gospel around the world and proclaiming the truth of Jesus Christ, A, does the action meet up with the kingdom? Is it a, is it a kingdom message? B, can we participate in it? And C, can we all work together on it? I love that. One of the things that also came up in David's conversation that I've been reading a lot about in missions and missiology lately is kind of a perspective that we're not just in a mission field to kind of show up, but we're actually enhancing what's going on there. And here's what I mean by that. It's very traditional, and I think it's a great thing, to send teams to a place, say, maybe to build a house or to build a sanctuary. But I read this last month in a, in a missions publication, and I like this. What if sometimes, instead of sending a whole team, maybe we sent a building supervisor and a check, and then we took that check, and we invested it in the local community with local laborers and local managers and the local church so that that missions money didn't just go to build the sanctuary, but it went to help and pre, uh, improve the lives of those in the community who would help build it. Kind of different way to looking at it. We could have that conversation all day long, but it's time to take a break. So when we come back in the next hour, uh, we'll be talking with Dr. Tom Woodward from the C.S. Lewis Society and the Universe Next Door about what's going on with that ministry. And we'll be talking with Rich Andrews from Word of Life in Hudson. Great opportunity for you to experience Bible college, half off tuition. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Back in a minute here on The Bill Bunkley Show. Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. When Aaron made this, well, actually it was a bull, a representation of a bull, he wasn't trying to get the people to worship a false god. He was trying to turn the hearts of the people toward the true God, and he said, let's make this bull as a tangible representation of what we believe in. Well, a bull represented strength. And, and Aaron was saying, while Moses is away, don't forget the true God, his strength that delivered you out of Pharaoh. Aaron had the right intentions. You see, the problem was with this image was not what it represented. Yes, God is a powerful God. That's true. But God is also a holy God. And there are many other qualities of God that that bull could not represent. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, author of the brand new book, A Place Called Heaven. You can learn more by going to ptv.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
Correspondent Jonathan Drew reports Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl has entered a plea in his court-martial before a military judge at Fort Bragg. Bo Bergdahl entered guilty pleas to the two charges he faced, which were misbehavior before the enemy and desertion. He had previously acknowledged walking off a remote post in Afghanistan in 2009 without authorization, and prosecutors had charged him with these offenses in order to hold him accountable for putting fellow service members in harm's way. His disappearance had triggered a huge search and rescue effort, and several service members were wounded searching for him. His punishment will be up to a military judge when he's sentenced later this month. President Trump is blaming the Cuban government for invisible, unexplained attacks against 22 U.S. diplomatic workers in Havana. I do believe Cuba is responsible. I do believe that. And it's a very unusual attack, as you know, but I do believe Cuba is responsible, yes. Mr. Trump isn't explaining whether he believes Cuba perpetrated the attacks or merely bears responsibility because they took place on Cuban soil. President Trump also says he understands Steve Bannon's anger towards Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and other incumbent Republicans. Over the weekend, the president's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, declared war against McConnell and other Republicans in Congress. President Trump says he, too, is unhappy with the lack of progress. They really, really disappointed us, so I can understand fully how Steve Bannon feels. The president says he has great relations with many senators, but... They're not getting the job done. He says it's time for GOP senators to pass tax cuts and health care. Greg Clugston, the White House. Tens of thousands of people have been allowed to return to their homes as the threat eases from the devastating California wildfires. Officials say the number of evacuees has gone from a high of 100,000 on Saturday to 40,000 on Monday. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 85 points. The Nasdaq rose 18 and the S&P advanced 4. More on these stories at townhall.com. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-501-6643. That's 800-501-6643. 800-501-6643. The Senate Health Committee continues its efforts this week to negotiate a deal that would stabilize the health insurance market. The chairman and vice chair are working on a deal to provide cost-sharing payments to insurance companies in return for more state flexibility, as well as so-called copper plans, which include less coverage but are cheaper. The accelerated effort follows last week's announcement by President Donald Trump that he would end cost-sharing agreements. Many senators have warned that this would destabilize the markets and threaten coverage for millions of Americans. Some Democrats are saying if necessary, they might demand that these payments are part of a December deal to avoid a government shutdown. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. An AP survey finds that more than two dozen universities and conferences with major basketball programs responded to news of the sports bribery scandal by conducting internal reviews of their compliance operations. The arrests and details of a federal probe have triggered uncomfortable soul-searching among the college basketball sport. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. British Prime Minister Theresa May is talking with leaders and meeting with senior European Union officials 
in the hopes of reviving stalled negotiations on Britain's departure from the European Union. By speaking with leaders, Germany's Angela Merkel and France's Emmanuel Macron, in advance of her Brussels trip, Theresa May will be trying to bring fresh urgency to the Brexit talks. Her aim may be to seek leverage with these powerful EU leaders in the hope of a deal on a range of issues, including trade. The visit centres around a dinner with the European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker and Chief Negotiator Michel Barnier, who will be both keen to highlight Britain's financial obligations to the bloc. Besides Brexit, the session is set to include discussions on Iran and Internet extremism. Charles Zuladesma, London. The Weinstein Company, mired in a sex scandal, may be putting itself up for sale. It's getting an immediate cash infusion from Colony Capital and is in negotiations for a potential sale. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley is in Lebanon this week. I'm Bill Carl filling in. Great to be with you on this Monday. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk, 57910 FM 102.1. Great to be with you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Just before uh, we came back for the 5 o'clock hour, I had to run back into my office for a minute. And uh, my daughter, Sarah, who is 7 now, uh, they come and hang out at work with me from time to time. In fact, today... Uh, The kids were out of school, and so we had to figure out how to wrangle all of that because Missy was working, I was working. But anyway, the last time Sarah was in, she's so quiet, she's so obedient, she's so sweet, she just sits there and colors pictures all day. And every once in a while, she'll walk over, Daddy, can you you print a coloring page for me? Now, I hope our general manager, Barb Yoder, isn't angry at me for using company resources, but yeah, so I... Printed out a, you know, Little Mermaid here or there for her to color in while she sits quietly in the studio. Uh, What is so sweet, though, is she leaves those drawings for me. And I know this makes me a horrible father. I was, I got such a pile of them, I was about to dispose of them. I hope they're not listening right now. Because you want your kid to think you have every picture they've ever painted, every, everything they've ever done. And I was about to do that, and the ladies who clean our office came in right at that time, <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing? Oh, my daughter, you know, she colored all these pictures, and it's time for some of these to go away. And Charlotte, I would never throw away my children's pictures. And then the other lady who works with Charlotte to keep our place really looking spick and span, same way, I can't believe you do that, Mr. Carl. I can't believe you do that. So... They were like, just leave them here. We'll organize them. <laughs> so I came back into the studio and um, 
laid out very tastefully on my little table in there where clients can sit and have a cup of coffee while we discuss what's going to happen next in terms of recording. Uh, there's like four little cutout paper dolls of, uh, of different Disney characters. And uh, there's a squared off area on my wall where we have apparently put up four or five pictures and then the little cutout colored tie that they give you on Father's Day. So very, very sweet thing. And I'm so thankful for my kids and thankful that I'm in a place where my children are welcome to hang out every now, oh, every now and again, not all the time. It's not an everyday thing, but every once in a while, the kids can come hang out and have a good time. And, and uh, it's kind of a neat thing. One of them, they both want to get baptized, which is awesome. They've both given their hearts to the Lord. And, uh, but one of them is really shy to do it in front of everybody. The other one is like, whatever, I just, I want to be baptized. And then I hope we have a party afterwards. And so I've got to find a way to bring a balance in the middle of that. Cause the whole point of being baptized really is at the end of the day to say in front of everybody, I'm following Jesus Christ. So we're going to have to figure that out sooner than later. But anyway, uh, big stuff in the headlines today. Governor Rick Scott declaring an emergency in Alachua. Uh, there's a uh, appointment coming up soon, a scheduled speech at the University of Florida, Gainesville, by white nationalist Richard Spencer. And apparently the outroar has been such that uh, Governor Scott has felt like in order to get the proper police protection, the improper law enforcement uh, set up for that, uh, that they're going to have to have that uh, emergency, that state of emergency for Alachua County. And this is one of those issues. We've, we're facing this so much now. Of course, freedom of speech is such a it's, a, it's a key. I mean, that's First Amendment right there. That's our Constitution. Freedom of speech, of course, taking place on a government uh, campus. I think the hard part is we know that message. It's not like a new message. It's not like somebody standing up to go, hey, by the way, guys, taxation without representation. I don't know if we should be down with this. We all know what this guy is about, and that's what makes it hard. That's what makes speech hard is when you know what they're saying, when you know that it is dead wrong, and you find yourself in a place of do we entertain this, do we give it a platform or not, that's tough. That's tough. Same thing with Christianity event in some places. You know, what's the platform? How do we do it? But when we look at this argument, the quality of this argument, it's not what like we're arguing for feeding orphans in the name of Jesus Christ. This guy's going to stand up and say this horrible, 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 untrue thing. And uh, so, yeah, this is a tough place to be in. And I like what Scott, uh, Governor Scott said here. We live in a country where everyone has the right to voice their opinion. However, we have zero tolerance for violence and public safety is always our number one concern. So we'll see how that's developing. In terms of free speech, too, I, I wanted to give an attaboy before we uh, take a break here. Now, listen, I hate to even bring this up because I hate the tenor of the conversation that I've seen on Facebook and on Twitter. I've seen great people, godly people like Tony Dungy, just trolled mercilessly over, over this conversation. Uh, but I thought it was significant uh, that we have this conversation. We talk about this story because whatever you think of the viewpoint, everybody acted maturely here, and I really like this. So J.T. Brown on the Tampa Bay Lightning, go Lightning, go Bolts, uh, last week was it was he, he's very one of the very few African-American NHL players 
chose during the national anthem to raise a fist. Again, do not get on the phone and start yelling because that's not where I want to go with this. You think that it is, but it's not where I want to go with this. What I really like that happened here is rather than getting loud or strident or kind of going nuts in in response to that, I really like what the interim chief of uh, the Tampa Police Department did, Chief Brian Duggan. Rather than going nuts, he simply extended an invitation to J.T. Brown to come out to the police academy, to their training ground, and, and see what it's like to some, exper- to some extent to be a police officer, to every day put your life on the line for others, to see what the issues are that police face in the field when they're confronted with violent crime, when they're confronted with a situation that could be a life-or-death situation. So big ups to Chief Duggan for extending that invitation. And i got to say this, big ups to J.T. Brown for accepting it. Because Chief has also extended this invitation to other sports figures, and some of them have said they're going to do it, and I hope so. But I really like that J.T. Brown, along with uh, Vlad Nemestikov and a couple of the other guys, went out and spent, I think it was three hours, and um, and got to hang out and see what police uh, go through, to see what it was like. And one of the things that they did is they had to go through a role-playing exercise where a red sedan that uh, Brown and his buddy Gabriel Dumont pulled over was missing a tag. They pulled over just this car, missing a tag. It just seems like a deme- like a pretty run-of-the-mill thing. And all of a sudden, a simulated ambush. Boom, 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 boom. So anyway, the, the long and short of that story was apparently J.T. Brown comes out after that and says, you know what, this is more than I thought it was. This is making me think harder about my stance and how I feel about these things. But I think more than that, it was an example of let's talk through this. If you have an issue that is so motivating to you that you would make a protest, how about if we have a conversation and you come in and let's learn about each other and let's see what each other's lives are like and then let's have the conversation. Now, what comes out of that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it changes a mind entirely or a heart entirely. I'm not sure that it's the answer to all of it. But that moment that we can sit across a table and have a real conversation based on an issue, that's a really great day. So I just wanted to kind of bring that out to you, to uh, Chief Duggan, Interim Police Chief of the Tampa Police Department, and J.T. Brown. Man, Big ups to you. Big ups to you, Chief Duggan, for extending the inf- the invitation to, to see what that's like. And, JT, thanks for having the the openness to go in and participate in that. And I hope something good comes out of that. I think it already has. Hey, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Dr. Tom Woodward. He is the founder of the C.S. Lewis Society, the host of The Universe Next Door, which airs Saturdays at 5 o'clock, at least until November, here on Faith Talk 570 and 910, at which time we'll move to Saturday mornings at 1030. And we're going to talk about the incredible things that are being accomplished through that ministry, through Christ, for Christ, uh, to make a defense of the faith 
and to answer those big questions that we all have. That's coming up next on the Bill Bunkley Program. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel. Just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888-8-SPARKY. Hey, this is Chris Crew with Mr. Sparky. Getting back to normal after the hurricane can be very frustrating. Know that Mr. Sparky is committed to getting your electricity back to normal. If you dealt with the agony of being without power after the hurricane, you should consider a generator. Mr. Sparky can get you set up to safely use a portable generator or install a hassle-free standby generator. Benjamin Franklin said, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Call now. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. You don't have to pull up with any malarkey call 888-8-SPARKY. Imagine sleeping in an Irish castle celebrating St. Patrick's Day on the Emerald Isle. Travel Cats has created a St. Patrick's Irish vacation for next March so special you'll want to bring family and friends. Tour the countryside, delight in local cuisine, dance, parades, and yes, sleep in a castle. Travel Cats offers fantastic group rates to customized destinations worldwide. Book today at 727-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's cats spelled K-A-T-Z. TravelCats.com.
the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Great to be in this week as Bill is traveling. Actually, he's overseas in Lebanon, of all places, with our friends from Heart for Lebanon. And we're just praying that that's a productive time and that as he comes home safely, uh, he'll bring stories of God's grace in that community. But right now, shifting our focus, I want to emphasize a ministry right here on the radio here in Tampa Bay on Faith Talk 57910 and FM 102.1. I've been working with Dr. Tom Woodward of the C.S. Lewis Society. Now, goodness, uh, Dr. Woodward, for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And your program, The Universe Next Door, has been airing all of that time. Uh, We used to be called Darwin or Design. design. Mm -hmm. And we shifted to uh, The Universe Next Door several years ago, named after Jim Sire's book. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we're thankful over the next couple of days to feature the ministry of the C.S. Lewis Society and, of course, the universe next door. Right now it airs 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoons here on Faith Talk, 57910 and FM 102.1. But soon, uh, in fact, November 4th is the first day that you are moving to primetime on Saturday. He's going to have you on at 1030 in the morning. So while folks are doing their morning chores and having that last cup of coffee lingering over that, mm-hmm. uh, they can uh, flip on the universe next door and find out what's happening, not just in the world of science and apologetics, but generally speaking, apologetics as a whole. And before I bring you in, the website that you need to go to to learn more about the C.S. Lewis Society is apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org. So, Dr. Woodward, I am really going to enjoy this because I never get to be the interviewer. And you get to be the interviewee. Well, I how much fun that is yeah. for how much fun that is for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me, uh, throw all the hardballs you want. Okay, mm-hmm. Watergate. What really? No. <laughs> um, so, for those who are not familiar with the C.S. Lewis Society and the Universe Next Door, all of that—the apologetics ministry that God has gifted you and Normandy, your wife, with really comes from a seminal event in your life starting when you were a student at Princeton in the Ivy League. So maybe for those who don't know, give us a thumbnail sketch of your testimony. Sure. Well, in a nutshell, I I was looking for the big answers. I think that's everybody's looking for the big answers, and that's what philosophy even asks. How do you know there is a God? What's your system of figuring that out? Well, I was trying to figure that out. As a science geek, I <laughs> wanted to major in chemistry. I was thought maybe I'll be a, a doctor. And so I actually had stumbled step by step into agnosticism, you know, a viewpoint just one step away from atheism. I don't know if there is a God. I kind of doubt it. And that's where I was. And I was really kind of shocked when ideas of creation were being promulgated through a spread out through a local Christian group. I kind of confronted it, not in a mean and snarly way, but just kind of a what are you doing? What are you saying mm-hmm. to some of the students? And they, you know, answered those points, but shifted over under the great news the trajectory of just sharing about what the Bible says about our need of a Savior, that we've, <laughs> we're all sinners. I mean, you look around the world today, there's abundant empirical evidence of, of the, the problem of rebellion against a, a righteous God who says, you need to do this, and we do that. So having been raised in a, in a church, I won't name it, but, uh, and having kind of a mental belief in God, I had faded, uh, or that, that uh, kind of grasp on and belief in God had completely faded. And so what, what really smacked me was when we got into a Bible study. I said, well, I'll, I'll take a look at this. And Isaiah 53 is staggering. It's like a laser beam, a billion kilowatt laser beam shooting out of that book, mm. illuminating the sky above us and saying, God loves you so much that in your wreckage of the moral failure and the, you know, the, the cancer of sin, the spread, 
you are loved and and God sent his son to die in your place. And that's the message of not only the death and the burial, of course, but the resurrection is hinted even at the end of that passage. That passage haunted me Mm. literally for weeks. And we studied other New Testament passages, but I was shocked at, at at the staggering message of a rescue mission by Christ. And so it just penetrated, you know, eventually took about four to six months by early May of 69. At the end of my freshman year, I was at the edge, the tipping point, you might say. And I thought, you know, do I have to make this decision in front of you? I said to my Bible study leader, he said, yeah, you can do it privately, but just let us know if you make that decision. And I said, I heaved a sigh of relief, said, well, you're not uh, forcing me or pressuring me. I might as well get it over with now. <laughs> and at this point, <laughs> opened my heart. I don't know what I prayed. I asked the Lord, I'm going to ask the Lord to replay that tape when we get to heaven. Right. See, see what, what, what was it that I really prayed? But it was from my heart. And I trusted Christ and uh, was still confused on the evolution issue. But within a matter of a couple of months, you know, I, re- I realized that God didn't just create us using evolution. God created us. And it was staggering just mm-hmm. what uh, I learned from the scientific evidence that points to creation. And that's one of the aspects of our ministry now. But to answer the big questions, not only raised by skeptics, atheists, agnostics, but even by people of other faith or, or of no faith. Sure. Well, we're with Dr. Tom Woodward here on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. It's the Bill Bunkley program, and I'm Bill Carlin for Bill, so at least you get the first name uh, (laughs) all this week. And we are really taking a look and uh, emphasizing the ministry of the C.S. Lewis Society. Of course, the program, The Universe Next Door, for the next couple of weeks airs Saturday afternoons at 5 o'clock and beginning November 4th at uh, Saturday mornings <laughs> at 10.30. Uh, we're really looking forward to that transition, a little more prime time there. And also, that's a great weekend because you have a big event coming up November 5th, the day after, the C.S. Lewis Fall Fellowship Dinner at Crescent Oaks Country Club with Dr. Jim Huta. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's been an event we've had scheduled for a couple of months, and really it's not too late to get in on it. Uh, as you know, uh, Dr. Bill, I call you Dr. Bill all the time. Very honorary. Thank you yes. very much. So, but the the opportunity we've had, and, and people can you know let us know if they'd like to get more information or even sign up. But the opportunity we've had to share in the area of genetics and DNA has been front, right there, right there, foremost and at the front of what we do, along with Christ. So we talk about creation and Christ. That's our mm-hmm. dual theme, and creation is so clearly seen. In the genetic code, we have a DNA molecule we've developed. We've actually spun off another nonprofit called DNA and Beyond. But Dr. Jim Huda, who directs our DNA and Beyond efforts and was on our board until just this last month, he is an expert on DNA and baby hearts. Isn't that touching? Wow. And so the development of the heart, the beating heart of a little baby, and it's uh, preciously being knit together in the womb of the mother, that is his medical specialty. And he knows about not only the DNA, but the control tags, the whole system. We'll call the uh, epigenetic, but that will not be on the midterm bill. Okay, okay, great, great. And so, but he's going to talk about how the key to understanding the health of human hearts, this mysterious key, is DNA. But it's not just the physical heart, it's the spiritual heart. Wow. Because God has a purpose for every human being he's made. And God loves every person in a very unique way. And God has made a provision for the heart desire the heart need as well as the physical heart and dna is a pointer to that and he's going to be speaking on that well this is an incredible opportunity if you've been following the universe next door for any length of time and it's a program that has ministered to you and also provided you talking points when you have conversations with those who 
don't know the Lord, who wonder if they have to check their brains at the door to accept Christ, then maybe this is something you'd like to be a part of. Uh, to go ahead and get your tickets to uh, sign up for the uh, for the C.S. Lewis Fall Fellowship Dinner, again coming up November 5th at Crescent Oaks Country Club, go to this website, apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org. And come on out and gr- enjoy a great evening with Dr. Woodward and uh, Dr. Jim Huda, and learn more about the ministry of the C.S. Lewis Society. Again, that website is apologetics.org. Dr. Woodward, um, and I want to jump back into this as we continue to tell the story of the C.S. Lewis Society and the universe next door. What has always struck me in my time working with you is that there are a number of people who believe, like I just said, that you have to kind of check your brain at the door of Christianity. You have to put your mind in a jar, go mm-hmm. in and just kind of take it all in and then uh, ignore what you mentioned the other day uh, or a few moments ago, the big questions. What's always struck me about you, and I, th- I don't know if people really get this, and, and I'm not trying to flatter you, is you're, no, you're not anybody who checks their brain at the door. When you came to Christ on a college campus, that was the Princeton University, uh, Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. You had professors there who knew Christ in that that rarefied academic air mm-hmm. and, and you were still able to to come to Jesus well I, and there are there are at any given point of time you know in the history of Princeton those um, s- small group I would say today subset a couple percent who knows if it's two three or five percent that actually have a relationship with the living God through Christ uh, we were able to by the grace of God tape interviews with those born again these are Christian professors at Princeton and those are available on the video section of our website at apologetics.org. Mm-hmm. But what uh, really, as, as when I was a student and struggling with these issues, as an, as an agnostic, as someone who had zero belief, I was where C.S. Lewis was when he began teaching at Oxford. Uh, he went through a 20-year tunnel of atheism. I was in about three or four years. And so what really struck me is that um, the evidence, and that's the key word, there are reasons for faith, there's evidence for faith. The reasons and evidence for faith for Christianity on the scientific front, historical front, personal transformation front, all of these fronts, it's like a, an avalanche. It's not like a paucity. Uh, you know, that's a cool word if you want to impress people. <laughs> you know, a tiny little half of a handful. No, it's like there's so much evidence. Where do you begin? That mm. is the dilemma for the apologetics speaker or, you know, engage, someone engaging over a cup of coffee at Starbucks or whatever. And so what we try to do is bring out as, and capsule, give capsule manageable summaries of that evidence and just let people be excited because there's a lot to be excited about in this area of cutting-edge developments, breakthroughs, you know, the big things that are happening. And the fact that DNA, for example, has a digital code that is, and I tell students, mathematically identical. That's a great phrase. The, the DNA stream of information, those digits in the DNA code, are mathematically identical to the computer code on your, whether it's Apple or, mm-hmm. or a PC. <clears throat> and so we see this mathematical identity points to an intelligence source. And then that begs or asks the question, who is the intelligence? And that's where it just makes sense that the supreme intelligence would decisively identify himself. And we believe that in the prophecies of the Hebrew Old Testament and the fulfillment we see, of course, uh, overwhelmingly cataloged eyewitnesses galore in the New Testament. We have enough evidence that it's not like a thin sheet of ice on some, you know, pond up in Minnesota. You don't know if you can step on it. This Mm -hmm. is a a sheet of ice that is miles thick. 
you can stand on it. You can drive a truck on it. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's what we love about the universe next door, and you can listen this Saturday at 5 o'clock for Dr. Tom Woodward. I get to be the fly on the wall during those conversations. It's it's such a great time. And there are several books that I think are, are key publications that you need to get hold of. And, again, Dr. Woodward, not to uh, to flatter you, but Doubts About Darwin, uh, your book that really chronicles the – uh, founding the origins of the intelligent design movement, I, I think for anybody, is a great place to start. We were blessed with the attention it got in the press. And, uh, you know, and so we were like, I, I thought, oh, I need to go away for about three months and not even show my face. <laughs> so, but it's, it, was a, it was a great experience because I wrote it for my agnostic professors here at the University of South Florida originally. And then we brought it to the level of where it was approachable. The doubts about Darwin then led to Darwin Strikes Back, which is the sequel. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a two-volume history of the whole intelligent design movement. And then by the grace of God, uh, Dr. Gills asked me to participate in his wonder, wonderful uh, little uh, roller coaster ride, uh, kind of a the mysterious, a, a mysterious epigenome. epigenome. And we had a great time putting that together. And uh, there, there are uh, you know some other books that are in the in the pipeline. But we are just so privileged to be able to hang out with these scholars. I'm standing on the shoulders of many giants. Well, if you are a person who's either finding Christ for the first time or trying to weigh intellect in that whole equation, or you're someone who's known the Lord for a long time and you're looking again to increase your vocabulary and your ability to have these conversations, I suggest you go to apologetics.org. Of course, Dr. Woodward's books are available there. And really, you'll find almost, I would think, you know, as you listen to the program and you go to the website, apologetics.org, really a vast bibliography of resources that you can tap into. And we're talking about everything from philosophy to astronomy. We're talking about microbiology. I mean, from the biggest to the littlest, mm-hmm. from the from the macro to the micro, mm-hmm. it really is all there for you. All this week, we're going to continue featuring the ministry of the C.S. Lewis Society and the universe next door. And Dr. Woodward, when we have our next conversation, so many people feel like that God is not allowed on campus anywhere. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, I want to talk about your summer journeys, okay. God walking on campus, and how we can find him today. That would be a lot of fun. We'll be back with more on the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk, 570910 and FM 102.1. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl, who was captured and held by the Taliban for five years after walking away from his post in Afghanistan, pleaded guilty Monday to desertion and endangering his comrades, charges that could put him behind bars for the rest of his life. I understand that leaving was against the law, said Bergdahl, who admitted guilt without striking a deal with prosecutors, meaning his punishment will be up to a military judge when he's sentenced later this month. Two weeks after fighting together against the Islamic State, Iraqi forces pushed their Kurdish allies out of the disputed city of Kirkuk on Monday, seizing oil fields and other facilities amid soaring tensions over last month's Kurdish vote for independence. The move by the Iraqi military and its allied militias so soon after neutralizing the Islamic State in northern Iraq 
hinted at a country that could once again turn on itself after disposing of a common enemy. On Wall Street, the Dow by 85 points. This is SRN News. Dan Schock here from Christian Businessmen of Tampa Bay and all pro pastors. Guys, I'm challenging you to bring friends and coworkers to a special outreach breakfast with Hall of Fame coach Joe Gibbs on October 18th at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Purchase a table and fill it with folks you work with every day as Coach Gibbs shares the gospel over breakfast. October 18th, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Tables available at allprocbmc.com. That's allprocbmc.com. What if the only way you had to feed your family was stolen from you by a cruel disease? For the farmer whose hands are now useless, leprosy is a cruel thief. Leprosy's power to cripple, disfigure, and shame is as strong as it's ever been. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either. And that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Bible. You don't have to put up with any Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems, Problems with the electric. electric. Something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that weekdays at 1 p.m don't miss fresh wind radio with dr jomo cousins but what i've learned that as i say no my resolve is strengthened then when sin comes i can say no because i've disciplined myself to say no fresh wind radio with dr jomo cousins weekdays at one on faith talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com You've been to Open House, signed progress reports and permission slips, and unfortunately, the doubts about your child's school you had in August have proven true. It's not too late to change. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find quality private schools like Tampa Bay Christian Academy for half off the first year's tuition. Tampa Bay Christian Academy in Central Tampa educates for eternity with grades K-5 through 12. One half off tuition is left at ChristianTuitions.com. So funny, that's Michael Tate. Of course, with the Newsboys now, used to be with uh, DC Talk. 
So today, a friend of mine, John Tinker, who I used to work with in the uh, Christian music industry when I was on the Christian music side of radio, posted a picture of the original Jesus Freak uh, CD and was talking about that. And Michael Tate, of course, a big part of that. Now, if you're old enough to remember that project, then welcome to the Old People Club because I'm right there with you. But anyway, just kind of brought it. Hey, another thing, Mike, before we jump in uh, with Aunt Rich Andrews from uh, from Word of Life, a couple of things. First of all, now you and I usually have these conversations off air, but two people would be great to talk to this week. One of them would be Jomo Cousins. We just heard the promo for Fresh Wind Radio, which airs uh, weekdays at one thirty. And I don't even know what I want to talk to 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 Doctor Cousins about to Jomo about, but he's just so cool that I feel like when he's on the air with me, that that coolness rubs on off of me. And, and I feel like that just for a few seconds that I'm almost that kind of cool. Cause that dude, he's cool. So we'll figure that out. I don't know, but we'll get with Jomo and, and you, you and I will work that out. But I just, I just want to talk to him and see what's going on with fresh wind radio. By the way, that program now on Monday through Friday at 1.30 is absolutely amazing. The other uh, person I want you to talk to about uh, coming on here with us, or we'll figure this out with Kenneth Bonnet, uh, our promotions director, is uh, Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth. If you haven't caught this program at 9.30 in the morning, one, his brogue, I just could just listen to him read the phone book if we still had phone books um, because I just like listening to him. But just such a great preacher of God's word. And there's a series that he's preached called The Matters of Life and Death. And it really, it's, it's all of those conversations that kind of go hand in hand. Abortion, suicide. That's so in the news right now. I, I know if you're familiar with Delilah uh, on the radio, she does, uh, you know, music radio and kind of the, de- the dedications of those things. Horrible thing. One of her children just took, took his own life. And so she's walking through that. She's a Christ follower. Uh, her heart is broken. The the family's heart is broken. But that's addressed in Pastor DeCourcy's uh, series uh, on uh, the matters of life and death. Euthanasia, capital punishment, all of those are issues when we talk about life and death, pro-life, whatever. All of those kind of get wrapped up into that ball. And how do we address those from a Christian worldview? You need to find this series, uh, Matters of Life and Death, and we want to give it to you for free on a USB drive. And, and all you have to do to get that is go to letstalkfaith.com, enter the keyword life, and uh, we'll get you connected with Know the Truth, Pastor DeCourcy, and get you, get you connected with that free USB featuring all of those messages on it. It really, A, it's a ministry you need to tap into if you haven't, and that resource is amazing. Go to letstalkfaith.com, enter the keyword life. Speaking of life, Word of Life Ministries, uh, just across the country, impacting the kingdom of Christ. Here in our community, in Hudson, they just do an outstanding job ministering. And if you're a person who, maybe you're younger and you're looking for direction, you know God is calling you, uh, but you're not quite sure how all that's going to pan out, or maybe you're what you would consider to be non-traditional. Maybe you're a little older. Maybe you're like me and you're you're tapping on half a century, but God's gotten hold of you in a way that you just cannot kind of shy away from, you need to go to wordoflife.edu and find out more about the Word of Life Bible Institute. It's a two-year 
program, accredited by the Transnational Association of Christian Colleges and Schools, recognized by most Christian colleges and universities. And it's one of those programs that doesn't just give you the Bible scholarship, which it does in the instruction, but also on a very practical level, takes you to a place of discipleship that you will find your call to ministry enhanced and increased in that iron sharpening iron in a way you never thought possible. I want to welcome uh, to the Bill Bunkley program, Rich Andrews. He's the director of Florida Ministries for Word of Life. Rich and his wife, Lynn, have been with Word of Life since 1992. They've ministered throughout the country and New York uh, and other places. He's been with Word of Life in Hudson since 2000, currently serving as a Word of Life director of Florida Ministries. And both of them graduates of the first and second year program at the Word of Life Bible Institute. Rich, thanks for joining us today in the Bill Bunkley program. Great to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, the Bible Institute and uh, how God's using it to, to change the lives of our young people. Well, last fall, I had the chance to, uh, or actually, actually in the spring, I had the chance to come up and, and sit with a number of your students who uh, were in the midst of the program and hear their insights and hear how God was not only changing their lives through the the program, the actual academics of it, the learning scripture, uh, the theology, but the ministry assignments, the evangelism, and just living in that community was transforming them in ways that they had not anticipated. Speak to that a little bit. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, we love about the program itself is that it really is more than just uh, the academic part of it. We're really trying to bring three things together, Bill, and that is the academics. I mean, uh, we don't make, you know, any apologies for it. Uh, the only textbook that these students have for the, their nine months of academics with us is the Word of God. Mm. Um, but beyond that is the student life aspect. And let's just be honest, you know, uh, in a world that's full of all kinds of turmoil and different things, um, tolerance, uh, the Bible uses the word preferring one another. Um, those are kind of foreign concepts. And and for, you know, a lot of students, they've had their own room. They've, you know, they they've honestly haven't uh, even spent much time in the workforce. And so coming to a college campus, learning how to uh, get along with each other, as you mentioned, the iron sharpening iron aspect, that is a key part of, uh, of what we're doing. And our dean's department does a fantastic job of, uh, of making sure our students not just are, are, are getting peer-to-peer, uh, sharpening, but also every student that wants it uh, has the opportunity to be mentored by one of our staff members as well. And so uh, that that's an area that, that we love to watch our students grow in, uh, that student life aspect. And and, uh, and it's one of those things that they take with them when they leave us uh, at the end of their time here. And that was one of the uh, aspects of Word of Life Bible Institute that every student brought up was that ability to be mentored to, to choose that person who's going to speak into your life. And one of the things that I really enjoyed hearing about was your mentors, you know, not just speaking down, but also saying, hey, you know what, not only did I find success or I found, uh, you know, progress in this area, but here's where I messed it up and yeah. how God straightened that out, too. Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a humbling experience to sit with an 18 or 19 year old, which and you mentioned it. That's the majority of our student sure. body, about 95 percent of them. And, and to be able to say, OK, 
you know, we've just talked about this aspect of God's Word. Now, let me tell you how I didn't do that right and, uh, <laughs> and be able to say, hey, I, I, I'm, you know, when I was your age, uh, I, I was learning and I made those mistakes. And, um, you know, I, Paul said that to Timothy, right? You know, watch my life. Watch the way that I'm living. And uh, doing that means not only just the good times, but also the times that we've struggled as well. Amen. We're with Rich Andrews. He's the director of Florida Ministries at Word of Life Bible Institute in Hudson. Uh, The Bible Institute program is a two-year, non-degree program, but life-transforming in so many different ways. I've had the chance, again, to sit uh, up there with the students and talk through uh, the experiences that they're having and just came away with such a great impression of what you guys have going on up there, Rich, and and how God is using that. I also want to mention this. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you have an access uh, to this. We want to be able to help you with that first year at half off the regular price at ChristianTuitions.com. We have one of those available for you. So if right. God has been speaking to you or you have a son or daughter and they are experiencing that call or they feel like they are and they're trying to discern that, you know, this is this is a great opportunity. You know, maybe this is that gap year experience for them or mm-hmm. maybe it's that experience that leads them to more. I know that that Rich, you attended the Bible Institute, yep. and then you went on to get your uh, Bachelor's of Science from Trinity College in Newport Ritchie. Yeah, you know, I, I came out of high school. Um, you know, my life had been uh, really changed on a missions trip, short-term missions trip, and really determined that uh, I just needed to know more about the Word of God. Grow, I had grown up in a Christian home, uh, was in a great Bible-believing church, and uh, my intention was just to go for one year. And um you know, while I was there, fell in love with God's Word. And really, Bill, it was it was a, a daily quiet time. And I can't emphasize that enough to our listeners today. You know, daily taking time to spend uh, in God's Word is something that's irreplaceable. And matter of fact, because the Word of God is eternal, it's actually an eternal investment of our time. Mm. And that was one of the things that God used to really get a hold of my life. And I finished up that first year. And, uh, and and was thinking, okay, God, what's next? And was invited to stay on uh, and, and sing with a, a traveling uh, a music group that went across the country. I actually had the privilege of traveling with the, the founder of Word of Life, Jack Wartson, for a wow. couple of years. And, you know, God just began to do work in my life. And honestly, there was a bit of time between my first and my second year. But having earned all of those credits, I was able to transfer those in uh, to actually Tennessee Temple University first and continue my studies. And then when I moved here, started at Trinity College, which I know is a friend of the radio station as well. And and it ultimately finished with my degree in business management. And, you know, uh, that foundation of God's word, uh, co- you know, coupled with this with this business degree now, you know, looking back, I can just see God's hand on it and uh, and placing me and allowing me to serve as the, uh, the director now of this ministry. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for those two foundational years at the Bible Institute. You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, in for Bill Bunkley. We're talking with Rich Andrews, who's the director of Florida Ministries at Word of Life in Hudson. We're talking about the Word of Life Bible Institute, a two-year program. And Rich, you know, you went through that prior to going to Tennessee Temple and then Trinity. I would imagine for you, that must have brought a maturity to you and a seasoning to you in your ministry and in your walk with Christ that that maybe many students who enter college for the first time, they don't have. Yeah, you know, one of the things that, that we love about our program, uh, we talked about student life, we talked about academics, but we haven't talked about ministry yet. And every student who comes is assigned to a ministry team. 
we, we work with Child Evangelism Fellowship. We still do open-air style evangelism. Mm. We have sports teams that travel, music groups that travel. Um, this next weekend, as, as churches are doing harvest festivals, our groups are going to be out. Because we don't want just to sit in the classroom. And honestly, for me, you know, that was one of those things, too. You know, yes, learning the Word of God, but now going out on the weekends and taking what I'm learning in the classroom and having conversations, real-life conversations with people. And, um, you know, God began to just kind of spark in my heart, um, regardless of what I was going to go into. I I really hadn't decided on full-time ministry yet. But, you know, and most of our students honestly don't go into full-time ministry, Bill. That's it becomes a very foundational year for them spiritually, mm-hmm. but they take all those things into uh, a tent-making career of some kind, okay? Right. Uh, I, I don't think there's a secular, I don't think there's a break there. We're all in full-time ministry. Everything we do is sacred. You got it. You got it. And so that time of being involved in ministry and seeing how God could take my gifts, my talents, the abilities he had given me, and then use them to reach people, that's what transformed my life. And I never would imagine have imagined that, you know, all those years ago that God would, would spark that in my heart and then allow me to, to be involved in the things that, that I've been involved with over the years, the gospel productions at Word of Life, um, the traveling uh, to, to, to other countries, to being able to share God's Word. And, and, and you know, all of those things um, weren't even in, in, in a thought in my mind that first year of college. But God just began to, to, to really give me clear direction. Uh, as I began to trust in him and, and to not lean on my own understanding, Proverbs said, and say, okay, God, here's my life. What do you want to do with it? Wow. So diving deep into God's word, uh, discipleship with people just like you and mentors who will speak honestly and ministry opportunities. You know, one of your guys, I think it was one of your student body leaders was, you know, so excited because he said, you know, they just, they just said, go with it. I had an idea. They said, go with it. And if it fails, then you learn something. If it succeeds, then we all learn something. Uh, What a powerful opportunity with Word of Life Bible Institute. Uh, Rich, we've just got a couple of minutes left. Really quick, you know, if if, if you're 30 seconds in the elevator, what do you say to that person who's trying to discern their call to to either ministry or tent making? Well, you know what? uh, One of the things that I love to ask uh, young people is, you know, uh, not just, hey, how to make a living. I mean, there's a lot of schools that do that. But at Word of Life, we really want to teach you how to live. Mm. And so with that thought in mind and that conversation, I really like to just challenge and to think about, okay, since the day of your salvation, as you've been growing in your walk with Christ, you know, has there ever been a moment where you thought to yourself, man, I wish I knew more. Mm. I wish I, I, I wish I really knew the God of the Bible. I wish I, I, I wish I really knew him. You know, Paul said in, in Philippians 3 that I may know him. What a statement, right? And we're all on that journey. But the truth is when we're coming right out of high school and we got this really big world staring at us and we're trying to figure out, God, what do you want me to do? There's nothing like taking a step back. And, and you mentioned gap year and, and, and we definitely, we, you know, we use that as a definition as well. But but the truth is to take that time and just to, to go deep into God's Word, we find that most of our students, when they leave, the, the vast majority actually end up finishing around the same time as their counterparts that just went right into college. Why? Because they took that time to study God's Word. They took that time 
to have somebody pour into their life. They took that time to get involved in ministry awesome. and to find out, okay, God, what do you want to do? Well, Rich, thank you so much for spending time with us. Rich Andrews from Word of Life. To learn more about the Word of Life Bible Institute and how you can attend for that first year for half off, go to christiantuitions.com, christiantuitions.com. Thanks to Rich. Thanks to Tom Woodward. Thanks to David Spiker. Thank you for listening to The Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock.